Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Will Leverson, and this is the Union Addressed. Today's episode, Are You the Gatekeeper? This is uh, in reference to two um, recent developments here, especially when it comes down to writing uh, morose inequities uh, there and disparities um, and disenfranchisement when it comes to communities of color or minority communities. Uh, and how there's intersection um, there and, and, and how really uh, communities of color interact with one another. And what we're referencing here is recently um, the Diversity and Inclusion Department Director, Jonathan Park, of the University of California, Los Angeles, UCLA, Go Bruins, uh, posted to his personal Twitter so it wasn't something that was uh, that we're extrapolating because of of of, of an uh, offbeat comment that maybe he didn't mean what he was the information he was relaying on his Twitter, and what we're talking about in is is Mr. Jonathan Park, okay, once again the Diversity and Inclusion Department Director at the University of California, Los Angeles, UCLA on his Twitter page called The Sitting Justice. Uh, Clarence Thomas um, was in, 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 ended up in, in the hospital for a complication either from a respiratory infection or flu or otherwise he was hospitalized, okay? Now this is a human person, a human being that up until this point hadn't been accused or anything of the of the sort of any impropriety that is any different from many unfortunately many of a professional athlete or an entertainer uh, Clarence Thomas when he was being confirmed to the Supreme Court had to face allegations of sexual harassment and misconduct by um one of his former employees, I believe Anita Hill is her name. And so this happened mid 90s, early 90s. And Clarence Thomas's answer wasn't any different from what you would hear your professional athletes that are maybe accused of the same impropriety, what they would say, right? Innocent until proven guilty. And Mr. Thomas was never found civilly liable for anything not unlike what happened with former President Bill Clinton. Okay, at that time, I guess men in power uh, were just doing all sorts of things. You grow the conversation out from there. Even in that same time frame, the United States Navy had to deal with its tailhook scandal, which involved senior officers, and junior personnel, and sexual impropriety. Okay, and so Clarence Thomas is being the second. African-American Supreme Court justice ever appointed, okay? Um, although Miss Katanji um, Brown-Jackson is certainly, um, she, she certainly uh, has warranted in her professional pursuits as being a law professional, um, has, has attained um, the right uh, credentials to be considered for uh, appointment to the Supreme Court. So this is, uh, congratulations, Ms. KBJ. Um, I hope that you're able to get through your confirmation and serve our country to the best of your ability. This is not about political proclivity. We take that out of the union address 
so that we're able to present information as best as possible so that our listeners can take that information and apply it however they see fit, whether to trust but verify research purposes, what have you, or just listening to information that is unbiased as it could possibly be. But what we're referencing here with Jonathan Park, once again, the diversity and inclusion director at a college that is in a state that has an identity for being a place of openness and inclusion, or at least that is what is marketed for California, okay? So we have this person who is calling for the death of Clarence Thomas, not Clarence Thomas, ladies and gentlemen, Uncle Thomas. I am not aware at this point of what other than what Jonathan Park looks like, okay? This is not to disparage anybody's point of origin or ethnicity. But what we cannot have is someone in that position using that language against someone who is, number one, sick, serving their country, or otherwise have not harmed this person. There isn't a single thing that Clarence Thomas has done as a Supreme Court justice that have not been done by Supreme Court justices before his appointment or since his appointment. He sits on there with his eight other colleagues and they get to hear cases and then they write their remarks or their dissent. And that's it, man. It either passes the Supreme Court, they uphold it or they strike it down, man. Like that's what they're there for. OK, they are a check and balance. They are appointed for that. And that's what they're there for. They're not there to make laws. The Supreme Court is not there. That is not their capacity. It is not. They're there to make sure that the laws that are passed by the legislature and signed by the president, okay, by Congress and the president to make sure that they don't violate or take away or do anything in regards to the Constitution, either that it doesn't overhaul it unduly or that it doesn't take away from it. In 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 a civic-minded sense, that's called, okay, constitutional construction. How do you view the Constitution? Okay, that's literally what their job is. And they all have done that job to whatever best of their ability. However, the law may have impacted people. We talk about Plessy versus Ferguson and Roe v. Wade and Loving v. Virginia and all of these decisions, right, over these years that we, that they have either upheld what the law said at that time or helped in their decision-making capacity to make sure the legislation goes back and reworks those things, okay? That's what they're there for. He is not there to make Jonathan Park's life any harder or any easier. So there was nothing. Uh, there is no information that's in any news cycles that says that Clarence Thomas, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas and diversity and inclusion director Jonathan Park had any dealings prior to his hospitalization. So we're going to need the staff or the decision makers at the University of California, Los Angeles, to please do your diligence. This is not fair. <coughs> this person who was appointed to this position 
And as far as the information appears to be that he was a former student, graduate student, Dr. Park uh, is now uh, from being a student. Now he's a diversity inclusion director. I can tell you that in between himself and Clarence Thomas, they don't share a single common point of ethnic origin. They don't. They they don't. And so this isn't somebody that's doing it for the culture. That when we talk about using slurs and derogatory speech, okay, so this is not a black person that's calling out another black person. This is somebody that does not share that affinity for this gentleman, calling him Uncle Thomas. And if we're if we're asking, right, like why does why do things seem not to be moving? Why is it still so charged? It's because the people that should be closest to these issues that should be upholding the the principles that they're advocating. Not that Clarence Thomas has advocated in, in one iota that he cares about anything outside of the law, man. So we have somebody who's in as what we call fake pumping and fake woke in a position where he's supposed to, Jonathan Parker is not supposed to use language like that. If Clarence Thomas or if anybody that does not share a point of ethnic origin with Mr. Park use any derogatory language like that, he would want someone to do something about it. You bet you you better be sure that he would. Okay? So this is not about fairness. This is not about doing things that, you know, just because of someone's proclivity, he should not have used that language in an official capacity. Donald Trump, okay, does not have a Twitter account. And I don't think that for the sake of the show, we don't care. This is about Donald Trump. This is about what Jonathan Park said on his Twitter and the position that he holds at a institution that we that we say when we say we that we all affirm as being people in the United States, citizens of this country. We say that colleges are liberal institutions. So I have somebody that's using speech that he would not want anybody to use in any official capacity against him, using against somebody that was sick and had nothing that done nothing to this person. And it is time out that we continue to allow people to do that just because they because of the music that they listen to, how they dress or how they present themselves. Somebody can still hate you and be smiling in your face. If you're black in America, you know that, okay? I know that we're supposed to stop Asian hate. I'm just not sure how to stop Asians from hating us. I'm not sure how that is going to happen. And so this isn't missing words. This isn't because things were unfair to somebody that's no longer in a political office. This is about two people. One that was sick and is still serving in the capacity to serve his country. The other one is serving interests of diversity and inclusion at the University of California, Los Angeles, which is once again, we're not talking about a community college or someone that is not in a visible position because certainly the man's Twitter following does not dictate that he does not have influence or otherwise ability to communicate to people outside of that institution. Okay. So, Mr. Jonathan Park, if you are able to hear this, the most responsible thing that you can do is to write a formal apology to Mr. Clarence Thomas, to write a formal apology to every student of color that does not share ethnic origin with you, Jonathan Park, and then to resign your position. And then allow perhaps a person who shares an affinity with Mr. Clarence Thomas based off of ethnic origin, not political proclivity, to be in your position. Maybe we had a black person 
that was in a diversity inclusion director position at UCLA, maybe they using this language would mean something different other than just some other Asian person or non-black minority using derogatory language just because they're faking it for the book and because many of you will allow that. You let these white people still call people out just because the other black person may not share all of your political views or all of your societal views. You cannot continue to let these non-black people call us Uncle Tom and think that that's cool and think that these people don't talk about you the same way to their friends that they're not in front of you with. When I'm white people, they got those well-meaning long faces or with other white people that have well-meaning long faces and they're getting together. Believe me, baby, you every bit of Uncle Tom that you just let them call the other man. And if you don't think so, go and take a look at why nothing's changing. You have a whole person. Cedric Richmond was was appointed. In this presidential administration. Tasked with finding a way forward for reparations. Has this administration at this point. Put reparations to the forefront? No, they have not. So when it comes down to who's, who's looking out for you, it's not the people that's smiling in your face. You had better reach across to your brother and sister and work with them instead of these long-faced, long well-meaning people. Because that is why nothing is changing. And that is why it will not change until we truly demand different from these same people. To the point where you're, where, where the sitting president on a radio show told people that if they didn't vote for him, they weren't black. And, they, and we let it slide because we didn't want the other person in office. This is better. These long-faced, well-meaning people are better because they fake pump and fake woke. And we're just continuing to allow them to disparage us. When are we going to wake up, man, and demand different? It sure is not going to be from those well-meaning long faces that continue to relegate you, to relegate us to mediocrity. Their effort is not good enough. That effort is not good enough. If it was, we wouldn't have the morose, this disenfranchisement that we continue to have. Okay. Our concerns are now taking second place to the sexual representation or decision-making or life decision-making of so few people. Point, point being is this. Take a look at the people who are at the forefront of the LGBTQI community. They, while there may be many people of color who have been impacted for years by this, baby, take a look at who's out there in the forefront. It is not you and I. It is those same well-meaning long faces that because they want to allow their children freedom of expression and things, and we all want our children to be free, we are now taking a backseat to that. It, pay attention. We can't even get our children taught right in schools without somebody trying to tell them about what they're doing in their life as opposed to how to, to live in a society. You can teach 
diversity. You can teach inclusion. You can teach openness. You can teach tolerance. You can teach that without having to include your personal life decisions in it. There shouldn't be a teacher that wants to share no part of their life other than the things that matter to students learning. It don't matter what you're doing to get a baby. It matters how, how do you conduct yourself, teacher, in this society, man? That's what should be important. But at this point in time, we can't bring that to the forefront because we're so busy allowing them to have our space. It don't matter what your political beliefs are. It matters who you are as a person. And if you're a black person that's looking at another black person, call him Uncle Tom while you kicking out there with the white folks, just call him Uncle Tom. What have you done different? Didn't hurt your brother for their sake, for their, for their upward mobility. Had they brought Cedric Richard out to the forefront of this? Ask yourself that question. Don't sit around and ask me, well, what did they do before this? I want to know what the people are doing now who said they're going to do it now. Don't sit up here and tell me about oh what other I want to know who said they were gonna do it. Who said, who said, who said, like the girl wrote in her song, I can't be president. I said, I said, you ain't seen nothing yet. They have co-opted us into supporting things that don't help us. Cedric Richmond is doing fantastic work. With trying to bring about some change. But the people that's around him don't care about it. Because they ain't, they don't have to. Because you're going to go vote for him because of what you don't want in there to sound like something you don't want. Imagine that. But we're trying to figure out why nothing changed. Milwaukee just elected. The city of Milwaukee just elected its first black mayor. And that is great. What are the people around that going to do to help support that effort? Other than to just say, oh, well, we got a black man elected. Come on, man. We can do what you going to do, man. They don't do nothing other than to make y'all's seem like they it is I know not seems. All it does is make that effort and then make the people around that Believe in something that is not real, man. So, Mr. Jonathan Park, once again, I urge you, sir, to do the right thing. To apologize to that man because you will want somebody. Y'all will want somebody to do it to you. You will want somebody to come forth and apologize. If somebody just in, uh, insulted the entire Asian community, you will want them to apologize. Apologize to that man. You owe it to, you owe it to your position. You owe it to people that look up to that position to help them out. You owe it to, your, to the students that are there at that college to step down and maybe allow a person of color to take that position. And then maybe if they use derogatory slang against you, then maybe you will understand what it is we're saying, boy. Because you're not a man at this point. See, we're, on this show, we'll use language because we're able to. It is not meant to disparage anybody. We're only talking to one person. 
that is conducting themselves like something less of the position that they uphold. So we don't respect that any more than they have shown a lack of regard or respect to somebody that is sitting there serving their country. It was sitting there almost on their deathbed. This man calling for this man's death. And then on the flip side of that, man, imagine that. It's still something else to this. Why? At first, at first we thought that we could only sort of give space to uh, really talk about and to really bring that out to the forefront of what happened in between that gentleman's official Twitter page and what he said in a position that he holds. But oh, by the way, we're not done. Will Smith. No matter what just happened on the TV screen, because in between human people, we have been horrible for quite some time. And a man smacking another man is about second nature to places where I come from. That ain't even that is not even news. But what should be news is the fact that immediately after Will Smith smacked the man on stage, the Motion Picture Academy immediately got together trying to discuss on what they were going to take away from Will Smith. And these same well-meaning, long-faced people let Woody Allen touch all over his stepdaughter, allow him to keep every little bit of award without imagining that having to discuss anything. Woody Allen's filmography is still accessible. R. Kelly's discography ain't, though. Roman Polanski and Harvey Weinstein they still have every award. They, there has not been a single soul that has went into any investigation to see maybe if they want to kick these people out of the academy. Can you believe that? And Will Smith got to resign his position because he smacked somebody. And do you know what's crazy is? There ain't a single keen smiling face that's sitting up there and saying and calling out the Motion Picture Academy on that while they're giving Will Smith death. Why you sitting up there shaking him in hand? Won't you open up your mouth to talk against this? You're gonna shake his hand for smacking that man. You won't smack the people that have smacked Will Smith's hand. Y'all is crazy, man. And then trying to figure out why ain't nothing changing. They don't care about the dynamic in them people household. What I do, what we do care about is how y'all look on TV. Go shake Will Smith's hand and then say, hey, man, I'm finna go and I'm finna resign my partner's Motion Picture Academy because they don't need me either. Because if this is what they're going to do, I don't want to be a part of it. You ain't doing that, though, is you, Samuel L? Huh? And for the sake of this show, we do call out hypocrisy because your motherfucking ass ain't sitting up there and jumping in defense of Will on this, is you? No, you're not. Where's the official statement? Where your smiling face at, man? Come on now. It ain't it ain't to be found. Where's uh what's his name? Jimmy Fallon and them. Where's Stephen Colbert and them at calling out the Motion Picture Academy with jokes? Huh? It ain't been seen nowhere. T.I. went up there. And said that to that woman on stage. T.I. ain't got on their, on their TV and said, hey man, this foul, yo. But you'll go up there and do that though, won't you, T.I.? King of the South. Go take that King of the South. Go take it out there to California and go tell them people about themselves, man. Won't you go do that instead of hopping up on somebody's set, man, because you ain't like what they said. You shouldn't like what they did to him, brother.
Y'all go take them acts, man, and go take that somewhere else, man, if you ain't going to be about the real, all right? That's as plain as we can even talk to you people. That'll sit up there on one side and do something, but is, is, is absent on the other. Boy, it's like bad algebra. What you did to one side, you did not do to the other. I wonder why. We would probably believe in the efficacy of all that stuff that y'all talking about if we saw the real happen. Black Lives Matter, which, which, which Black Lives Matter and when? When do it matter? When the cameras is rolling? When it's somebody that y'all don't like? Yeah, but you like this, though. You didn't like that, but you like this, though. And they doing the same thing to you. You know, I, I use a colloquialism in my personal life. I say same shit, different toilet. Because that's exactly what's going on here. We do apologize if there's any children that listen to the show. But these are adult expressions, which adults should be taking the lead on this, but the adults are not. I guess we have to wait till somebody do something y'all really don't like for y'all to open up y'all mouth, huh? And I hope, I hope somebody shares this show with y'all and that you listen to it and that you get up out your feelings and then go, go do the real. I use this, we on this show, we use this platform to engage and, and to bring about change as best as we can. This is not about somebody complaining they ain't got something, man. You crazy. The union address just doesn't have the same platform that Samuel L and T.I. can when they smile in front of cameras talking about what they don't like. When you have every opportunity to at least address this. All them people stood by Will Smith. Ain't nobody standing by Will Smith. And that's a damn shame. All these people going after these people for calling us the N-word, but you ain't calling out this man that's calling this black man an Uncle Tom. But you're trying to figure out why these people still treating you. They're still treating you this way. Gee, I wonder why. Ain't got nothing to do with nobody believing how they believe the government should go. It's everything about the, what's in between your two eyes, man. Your brain and your heart. What do you have in there? Because you took yourself on stage and called that woman out, but you want to take yourself on stage and call these white people out. We're going to call you out today. Jonathan Park, Samuel, and T.I. Jonathan Park need to lose his job. Samuel and T.I. need to speak up for Will Smith. Because if you don't, don't get up there talking about nothing else then. When, when somebody beat the black man by the police, don't get up there and say nothing. Because you ain't, you ain't going after all the white people that you need to. You don't care about that. You only care about some other space. Some monkey fighting snakes on a Monday through Friday plane. Something like that. We hope that everyone that gets a chance to listen to this show, please, if you have any questions or concerns, you can uh, visit the Union Address Facebook page. Um, we're always open to discussion. We'll uh, even fit, try to fit any content in that you wish um, to have brought to the forefront of the show. It's a very, it's a two-way street here. You know, that, that, that part of our public service has gone into what has made this show and, and even the Sports Spot Weekly show. But what we wanted to talk about today and why it is so important that we addressed this issue is because it is time out to allow these people to continue to hurt our communities and we stand by and do nothing because it's easier to call it out when everybody don't like it as opposed to when we should be. 
Folks, I'm Will Levinson. This has been a unit address. Please like, listen, and share. Peace, and I love y'all.